millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. To this week's Friday Five with me, Lizelle. Very nice to have the pleasure of your company. Now, you know, as the weather has been turning just that little bit fresher, many of us may be thinking about cozying up indoors and maybe a tad less likely to set foot outside when the rain starts to fall or the mornings darken as the days shorten. Well, if that is the case, you might like to take a listen now to Libby Delana, the author of an inspirational book that we featured in the last issue of the Lazar Wellbeing magazine. You may have seen it. It's a lovely, lovely feature, and her book is called Do Walk. Well, Libby is a very busy and highly successful art director living and working over in California, and Libby's morning walks became a game changer when it came to her own midlife well-being. And she has a fascinating and highly inspiring take on what it means to pull on a pair of comfy boots and set out for an hour's walk each and every morning of the day. Come rain, shine, home or away, whether alone for creative contemplation or maybe in a group for social connection. Well, Libby joins me now for a really wonderful conversation on what walking means to her and how we can all reap just so much benefit from this very simple daily pleasure. So Libby, a warm, warm welcome. Thank you for joining us from across the pond. You're speaking to us from LA, is that right? I'm actually speaking to you from Northern California, but certainly the West Coast. Yes. Oh, well, we really, really appreciate it. And I have to say, we had such an amazing response to the piece that we ran in my magazine in the last issue from your really inspiring book, which is called Do Walk. I just thought it would be so nice to bring a little bit of that to life and to actually talk to the voice behind the words and and give us just some awesome inspiration, especially as we head off into the weekend. Beautiful. Well, thank you for having me. I look forward to our conversation. Well, should, should we kick off really with a little bit of, about you and about your background and how you came to be on this this literal journey? Yes, sure. Absolutely. So I am um, happily 59 years old and it was about 10 years ago um, when I realized that, quite honestly, my days were filled wonderfully, honestly, with lots of errands and to-do lists and meetings and talking to clients. And it was all wonderful. 
And yet I realized that actually there was a really strong piece of who I was growing up that I wasn't honoring, that I hadn't paid attention to. And that was really about being outside. I, I am happiest outdoors. We've all heard of the benefits of forest bathing and, if possible, being in nature. And so, honestly, sort of on a whim, I decided that I would prioritize being outside for at least an hour a day. And my belief is we don't find time for the things that matter to us. We make time. So I committed to doing this. And the way I was most comfortable to do this was to simply put on my walking shoes and very gently, honestly, go for a morning walk. And I committed to doing that every single day, no matter what, no matter my mood, no matter the weather, for at least 30 days. And as it turns out, 30 days has turned into 10 years. And um, I've gone every single day for 10 years, no matter what, regardless of travel schedule, regardless of weather. Now, as a result, um, I realized about a year ago, I did some quick math in my head, and I realized I'd actually walked the circumference of the earth, which is about (laughs) 25,000 miles. (laughs) Amazing. Now, that being said, you know, you might hear that and think, wow, that, um, uh, that mileage matters. And quite honestly, with my practice, mileage and pace do not matter at all. I don't, I actually don't tend to record either of those things. Um, But yeah, so I go no matter what. And um, it has been sort of a radically simple and transformative uh, practice. And um, yeah, so it's um, really quite honestly changed my life. That's just extraordinary, is it? That something so simple. I mean, hopefully it's something that most of us are able to do when we do it without even thinking. We walk we walk around our homes, we walk from A to B. Do you think that it's formed part of a, a kind of a mindful meditation, if you like? Can you turn that simple bit of exercise into something that's really good for mental health as well? It's physical health. Yeah, it's a great question. 100%. In fact, um, I would say uh, certainly exemplified really profoundly in the middle of the pandemic how important this walking has become to my mental health. But really, it was about five years ago that I really began to look at not as a workout, not as exercise, not as uh, something that I did um, for primarily physical um, benefit. It actually had flopped to be really profoundly for um call it mental health, call it, um, it was my creative and most innovative time. I, by trade, uh, I work in the advertising industry. I'm an art director by trade. And it became uh, really a way to solve problems, issues, to create, to generate, to innovate, to look at an issue from all sides. So it's a great question that certainly there are physical benefits um, to the body but to the heart and mind and spirit, it is equally nourishing. And as I said, during the pandemic, it became honestly my primary source of socializing. I think uh, there's a small squad of us that would get together, masked up, and we'd go out in all sorts of weather and be together, uh, mm. walking side by side. So, and it was a, a, a primary source of mental well being. Mm. Would you say that the benefits are greater to walk with company then or to walk alone? 
I, I'm often asked this, and I will say there are, um, it, this is perhaps a, a sidestepping and giving you a direct answer because there are profound benefits to both. I love my walks by myself, and it's sort of um, radical self care when I walk by myself because I can attend to the emotions that are in my body that maybe I haven't attended to. I, I love this notion of putting motion to emotion. You know, we all have those emotions that get stuck in various parts of our body. And for me, the simple act of walking is I have this visualization of a, of a knot untangling. So um, I, I think the walks solo are exquisitely important and the walks with people are um, joyous. They um, are, so I, I don't think I have an answer for you. I think each one nourishes me very differently and they're both important. I, I remember seeing, I think it was a line in your book where you were talking about walking alone and you say it creates a powerful silence when you're on your own. And, and in that silence, you can hear what your body is saying, your gut, your heart, you can hear literally what, what your body is feeding back to you. And it's almost the, the kind of the mindlessness of it when you switch off that active brain that allows you to access what your body's really feeling and, and almost thinking. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Um, I think based on how busy we all are, all the sort of conversations and subjects that are in our culture right now, they're all consuming. We're busy. We're occupied with very, very powerful conversations and, and issues. And I find that by, as you beautifully say, sort of turning off all that noise by, by really attending to the information that my body is um, giving me, what my heart is telling me, it's easy mm. to have all that noise and clutter um, become the dominant source of information. And I find that by quieting all of that um, and tuning into, you know, really the essential information is really, is really powerful. And it's not an easy thing to do. You use the word sort of mindfulness and, you know, um, I will say that I often walk the same walk. I do take the same path. Now I have about I have a portfolio of walks that I love, but many of them now after 10 years are very familiar. And I will say that in the mindlessness of the actual path, the actual streets where I turn, I, it, it unleashes kind of a mindfulness because I am not thinking about where I turn left or where I turn right or where the pothole is. They become such well-worn, beautiful paths that I no longer pay attention to where I'm going. I'm paying more attention to my breath to um all those there's so there's sort of this mindfulness built into the mindlessness yes. of, of the actual journey <laughs> yeah I, I was going to ask you that whether you you know you you do what walk the same paths every day many of us will be very familiar with whether it's a walk to school or a walk to work you know the commute or whatever and I think you're right. I've learned over the last few months, particularly to to walk on my own and often walk the same path, the same journey. And I think there is, as you say, that familiarity. Your body is on autopilot. It knows where it's going. 
and therefore it allows the rest of your brain not to be taken up with, oh, which way shall I go? And oh, watch out for that curbstone because you know it. And actually you're then freer perhaps to concentrate on maybe more creative things or just having an empty mind for a change, which can be so refreshing. Yes, beautifully, beautifully said. In fact, there's one one walk I do with a, with a lot of regularity. And um, there's one street where often I feel like I know it so well that at times, um, if I'm really sort of trying to look at a subject from all sides or really, you know, sort of dig a little deeper beyond the sort of superficial information I'm getting, I literally on my walk will close my eyes and I'll take steps for 10 steps or 20 mm. steps. And that is a really, I mean, there's sort of an element of trust. Of, yes, it's yeah. a really interesting, obviously, it's a very different thing if you're in the city. And to your point, if there are curbs and this is mm. and that, so it might not be that safe. But um, there, it is amazing to even take two or three steps with your eyes closed at how internal one can get <laughs> with that yeah. simple gesture of closing your eyes. Yeah, extraordinary, isn't it? I remember reading a study, I think it was at Stanford, where they uh, did they, they took groups of people and they analyzed brain activity, in particular creativity and creative tasks. And they found that even just a 20-minute walk outside, as long as it was outside, it couldn't be indoors on a treadmill, there was something about being outdoors that just unleashed this spark of creativity. It's interesting to talk to you as an ad director because obviously you're in that creative world. Have you found that your work has become more creative, that your mind has become freer? 100%. And um, perhaps we've all heard the stories of Steve Jobs at Apple taking people out and going for walks to sort of problem solve. And I have to say, I heard that story and I've read the the article and the, the research that you referenced at Stanford. And so um, there were times um, before the pandemic, of course, when um, I would inspire, try to inspire our team if we were stuck on an issue to, everybody had their walking shoes tucked on their desk, put really? on their shoes, all going walk for together. Love it. And we're going to take one, one conversation, this one problem, this one area where we haven't really quite unleashed it yet. Yeah. And we're going to walk through town. So our poor little town of 16,000 would see a group of six or seven of us all with our shoes on walking about, hands gesticulating, I'm sure. <laughs> And that the focus was, our intention was to take this, this area where perhaps we hadn't really unlocked it yet and to use walking again as a, as a tool for, um, on, as we know, when we walk, there's all sorts of things we see, things we hear, our senses come alive. And when we turn on all those senses, there's potentially more information to use, more tools to solve, to solve something. So we might see, you know, I described this one farm where I often walk past and I was really trying to figure out something for a client. And I walked past this beautiful old um, iron tub that they had out in front that was filled with water and floating in it was this beautiful array of flowers from zinnias to magnolias and the sort of riot of color in that pool floating in this water was so beautiful, it sort of unlocked um, a question which I was trying to solve, and it was about color palette for a client's brand. And I remember just standing there thinking, oh my gosh, here is the source to unlocking that question. So out on a walk, you might come across something visual, you might hear something, you might have a brief conversation with somebody who says one word that's poetic, that inspires you to think about something differently. 
So yes, I use it all the time as a tool. I will tell you that um, just briefly, one one time we were out on a photo shoot um, for a running shoe company, and we were filming a young man who is a um, composer. And he was actually using running as his tool. But what he would do is, this was in Copenhagen, he would take his phone and he would sort of hum, he would turn on his voice notes, he would hum this kind of beat. And then he would run under the train tracks and hear the train going over the train tracks. And he used to describe it as sounding like a hi-hat on the drums. (laughs) And he would use the pace of his feet to be kind of the rhythm for his bass. So I I use that as as a great model for people who use motion and going out and getting out from behind your computer as a as a brilliant tool for you know, tapping into the rest of the world to help you to solve these issues and create and innovate. Interesting that you talk about sound there. Do you think it's important to walk in silence or is it okay to play music or listen to podcasts? Which, Which do you think has greater benefit? Oh, I, you know, I will say during the pandemic, silence was an incredible gift. Although I must admit that it's about a third, a third, a third for me, about a third in silence, a third with music. And I find myself you know, dancing down the streets and a third (laughs) might be an audible book or a podcast or something. So so I think it really is, it it is a little bit of, as I step out my back door and I check in and I don't always set an intention for a walk, but I sort of, um, you know, what feels most nourishing? Am I looking for creative inspiration and therefore music might be the tool? Am I looking to sort of unpack a subject and therefore silence will be most helpful. So I say it isn't, it isn't, uh, there is no distinct answer of one being more powerful than the other. They're really all beautiful tools depending on, you know, what's sort of percolating in my, Mm. my ecosystem at the moment. I I love that idea. I, I have this visualization of you standing on your doorstep going out each morning and setting your intention, you know, rather than just getting out there and going. Do you make a conscious decision then to say, okay, so today, Libby, my walk is going to be about clearing my mind or de stressing or focusing on this particular issue or just going out and finding something beautiful to look at. Is 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 that is that a good plan, do you think, to actually consciously make an intention before we leave the house. I do, 100%. And it can be a gentle intention, meaning, um, you know, I talk about my morning morning walk practice as being similar to a seated meditation practice where we often sit and check in and, um, you know, focus on breath. So I often step out the back door. I stand for a few seconds and I just check in and you know, where am I feeling just kind of this heat of anxiety in my chest that needs a little care and a little, a little love? Am I in my head and trying to solve, to, you know, you know, a creative problem? Am I just really looking to nourish, um, you know, honestly, my whole being by having my eyes up, you know, I often mm. have to remind Self, eyes up. They're, my eyes don't need to be down and watching my feet. It's look at those beautiful clouds. Look at those flowers in the beautiful tub. I have this one walk where I walk past um, this really beautiful, old, ancient, wise barn. And one of the things I have I've noticed is that over the course of 10 years, um, this practice and that barn have taught me really how to see. So not just look. I think 
even as an art director in, in my world is about visuals, um, how, how to um, actually see things and seeing things comes with acknowledging how you are, how the, you know, what's the weather, what is the sunrise. So I would say, you know, sometimes my intention stepping out the back door is simply to say, eyes up, pay attention to what it is that you really see, not just what you're looking at, but um, what you really see. And there's often a lot of information in that. So long-winded way to say, yes, I often step out the back door and say, okay, what do I need today? Intentionally. Well, before we go, I just wanted to, to read a couple of lines that really struck me, particularly, I think, here in the UK, as we move into slightly cooler weather, and perhaps, you know, less, less comfortable for many of us to go out walking. But you, you say here, there is a delight to be found in each walk, even when the weather stings with icy rain or I have a bad case of the grumps. There is always something in the walk that is absolutely wonderful. The gratitude for a cosy warm hat, the courageous feeling of being out when your inner voice told you to stay in bed. I love that. That's so empowering. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I've never taken a walk I haven't absolutely been grateful for. Well, that's a wonderful note to end on. Libby, thank you so much for joining us from way across the pond. I shall think of you as I step out intentionally on my walk tomorrow morning, and I hope that many others will do the same. And I do highly recommend your book, Do Walk. It's very empowering. Thank you. Thank you. And if you'd like to follow Libby or find out more, you can connect with her on Instagram. Beautiful, obviously, curated very, very well because she is, after all, an art director. You can find her at Park Here. That's literally it, Park Here, as in P-A-R-K-H-E-R-E, -E, Park Here. Or you can head to her website, which is called thismorningwalk.com. That's thismorningwalk.com, where you will also find access to Libby's lovely Spotify playlists. That is a real treat for any walker. And before I change tack, I'd just like to read one more line from Libby from her book that really resonated with me. And that's where she says, feet on the ground, eyes to the sky has become a kind of mantra or intention on many of my walks. It is a reminder to embrace where you are at any given moment. There is a combination of optimism and reality that feels just right. Isn't that great? Very uplifting indeed. Thank you so much, Libby. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, on to other matters now, and it seems that there is still so much outrage that so many women are still being prescribed Estradose, which is the cheaper parallel import. It's the version of estrogen, the HRT gel that is made by Bessin's Healthcare. They make two versions. They make Estragel and Estradose. Bessin's make both versions in the same factory. But something seems to happen along the way to Estradose, and we really don't know what it is. But when the gel is packed for cheaper European distribution under the Estradose label, whether it's the storage conditions, the temperature the gel is kept at, or what, we just don't know. Something happens that makes the gel ineffective at helping combat menopausal symptoms. And it has been reported by literally hundreds of women. It's also been well-documented right across social media, as well as officially reported on the free Yellow Card app directly to the MHRA, and they are the prescription medicine regulators. Well, we are told continually that Bessins are looking into it, but obviously not very fast or very well. And judging by the number of complaints already being lodged on this, in my view, it is overdue a product recall. I'm actually at a loss to understand how no action can be taken when there's been so much reporting right across the country that this gel simply does not work for so many women. Not only is it not relieving symptoms, but presumably because it isn't working, it's also not offering women important protection against heart disease, osteoporosis, and all the other serious health disorders that we know we need replacement estrogen to help keep at bay. So if you are someone who is using estrogel, or you think it's estrogel, but you find out it's actually an over-labeled pump of estradose, or you find that your symptoms of mood swings, depression, hot flushes, night sweats, sleeplessness, and all the rest have been returning these past few months, do please check it out. You can head to either lizarwellbeing.com, where we have a really good article that you can read and share, or go to menopausedoctor.co.uk. On both websites, you just type in estradose in the search bar. Now, that will either be spelt the kind of grammatically correct way, which is actually O-E-S-T-R-O-D-O-S-E, estradose, because estrogen, if you are being technical, would be spelt O-E-S, 
or it may you may just find it particularly on the Lizard Wellbeing website. We deliberately changed it to Easterday, starting with an E, to make it easy to find. So whichever way, do please take a look, take a read up, send a link to your GP, to your pharmacist. You can request a change of prescription, but above all else, please please, please report any symptoms or lack of efficacy on the free yellow card app directly into the MHRA. Hopefully, together, we can help women access HRT that actually works. For me, you know, it is such a struggle, as many of you will know, who follow me here on the podcast and more. It's so difficult to get good, accurate information out there for women anyway. And when you finally do get that treasured prescription, hopefully on the NHS from your GP, to actually then be given a gel from your pharmacist that doesn't work. Can you imagine the frustration? Anyway, you will find out more about this over on Instagram, particularly on the brilliant feed that is run by Dr. Zoe Hodson. You may remember that she and I podcasted here not so long ago, and you will find her at the Manchester Menopause Hive, as in Beehive. That's the Manchester Menopause Hive. And she is on Instagram and she talks a lot about this and has posted pictures of different pumps and what to look out for on packaging and all sorts. So I hope that is really helpful. If it doesn't affect you, but it affects somebody perhaps you might know, do please share this information. Well, time for a few of your comments and reviews here. Always very good to get feedback, good or bad. Um, this one here has come in to us from Nicola on email and she says, uh, this is actually talking about um, digestion and you may have seen that I did an Instagram live with BioCare, which is a really lovely British supplement company specializing in gut health. In particular, we were talking this week about things like slippery elm and digestive enzymes. Really good if you find that anything like indigestion, wind, bloating, acid reflux, any any of those digestive issues, if that is something that concerns you, then do please head either to Instagram on Lizard Wellbeing to take a look, or you can go to YouTube where we keep the videos up for much longer. It's much easier to navigate actually on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe to the Lizard Wellbeing YouTube channel because there is a lot of information that goes up each and every week. Anyway, Nicola writes to say, um, hi Liz, I wanted to get in touch to forward my thanks following the article on this morning. Uh, and that was actually uh, not that long ago when I talked about kefir on the show. Uh, she says, I was keen to give it a go after a couple of years of discomfort and bloating, and I found the results incredible. After a few entertaining weeks of experimenting and eating lots of cream cheese on crackers, I got the timing right, and the result is a healthy, normal digestive system, which I am thrilled about. Yeah, it's amazing, actually. For anybody with digestive upsets, if you want to have a go, just trying a glass of kefir in the morning, the results can be, for some, literally transformational. Uh, Nicola goes on to say, furthermore, after searching on Instagram this morning and finding your well-being page, I was very pleased to see information about HRT, as I have undergone a surgical menopause last week. I found the information invaluable as I've had breast cancer and also suffer from migraines with aura. I was confused about the risks and therefore found the article so helpful and clear. 
It includes the details, which understandably doctors don't have time to fully explain. I'm glad I decided to get in touch and I will continue to enjoy reading. Well, thank you very much, Nicola, and wishing you very well with your continued recovery. Uh, this also on email from Kristen, uh, who writes, oh, from across the world. Listen to this. She says, hi there. I just want to personally thank you for changing my life. I am a 54-year-old Australian woman and I've been post-menopause for two years. I first saw you in an interview with Dr. Asim Malhotra, of whom I am a fan. Listening to you made me look up more of your interviews and podcasts on menopause. I've been depressed, no enthusiasm for life, hot flushes put out of control, and I've sought help from my naturopath over the years, but nothing was helping. After learning about body identical hormones through you, I went to my doctor and have started on them a couple of weeks ago. OMG, I'm a changed person already. Hot flushes have stopped. I was having at least two an hour previously for years. Wow, two an hour. My goodness, Kristen. I have slept for the first time in years. I have energy and I have my happiness and my joy back. I now want to get up each day and get on with life. You and your information has changed my life, maybe even saved my life. We need more Lizelles in this world. Thank you. Wow, Kristen, you've made me go all goosebumpy. Thank you very much. Um, and just to show that I don't just read out the good and the positive. Uh, there's a couple here of um, not so positive comments. Uh, left on iTunes. Uh, one from lady here who objects to the ads. Um, well, yeah, I agree with you. Ads can be annoying. And do you know, it's really important actually just to take a moment to talk about how podcasts are made because obviously making them is quite a costly and time-consuming business. And when I started, it was really quite small. It was just me and a, a little handheld recorder. Now, because the podcast has grown and we've got a global reach, we really try and put a lot of studio value into the recordings and we employ Heart Dialogue, who are a separate recording, Audio House. I have a podcast producer, a guest booker, a researcher. And of course, all these people have to be paid. I personally don't take any fees for my podcast, but I do need to pay my team. And when you're making a podcast, you have two choices, really. You can, to cover the costs, you either have to charge a subscription fee so that people pay every time they listen and download. But I don't like to do that. I think actually the information is important and I would rather provide something free of charge. So that's what the ads do. Do you know? The other option would be to have a subscription um, but we get around that by having a few ads. And just to say that there is always the fast forward button. So if there's anything that you don't like in the podcast, and I do this all the time, actually, when I listen to other people's podcasts, particularly if there's a few people on a show and I'm not particularly interested in one of them, then you can skip or there's the little 30 second fast forward icon that you can always press at any time if you would like to skip anything. So thank you for your comment. I do read them all good and bad. And I hope that that just clarifies um, that on the subject of adverts. Uh, then there was another one here just talking about the amount of supplements that I talk about and do I actually take everything at the same time? Well, do you know, I do actually, and particularly if something has a Liz Loves discount, and I've mentioned this before, that you can't buy your way 
onto that. You know, I have to genuinely love it to say that it's a Liz Loves. And sometimes we're able to get an affiliate discount scheme going where we can pass on discounts to people, which I always try and do because obviously that's really helpful. These supplements are often not cheap. And I don't necessarily take everything all at the same time, but I do pretty much take everything that I talk about. And I know last week we were talking with Zana Morris and we were talking about some of the amino acid supplements that can be so incredibly helpful for maintaining muscle mass and particularly for helping to slim down with tummy fat, that magical L-ornithine, the amino slim. And I'm very grateful to Zana and Strong Nutrients for giving us the 15% Liz Loves discount on all of that. And if you tuned into that, you will have come across the notion of cycling supplements and this is where you might have maybe a month on and a month off but generally in the most part I do take quite a few things most days and to be honest with you I do feel so much better for it and I think one of the reasons is I'm in my 50s and we do know that as we age we lose our capacity to create so many of the natural nutrients things like glutathione, NMN that we've talked about before with youth and earth and our need for various supplements or nutrients can go up as well. Things like DHA from omega-3s. Of course, if you're eating lots of oily fish every single day, then you're unlikely to need an EPA and DHA omega-3 supplement. But if you're not, and I have to say I fall into that bracket, then it's something that I do want to take to protect and preserve my brain health. We're all hopefully living longer than ever, and hopefully we're going to live well. And my view is that there are certain supplements that we need that help us on that journey. Uh, talking about eating well, I do hope that you caught this week's full-length episode of the Liz Our Wellbeing Show because there was a great chat there with the brilliant Ollie Hunter. He is a sustainable chef author and all-round good green guy. And I loved chatting with Ollie. Honestly, do take a listen if you haven't already. Some of his foodie recipes and his tips for reducing food waste are just terrific. So take a listen maybe over the weekend if you're listening to this in real time. Well, that is it for this week. I do hope that you have enjoyed today's chat. As always, lots to say. Do click the little five-star rating button at the end of this podcast if you are able to. And the reason for that is that it really does help to push us up the visibility charts when there's so much noise and many much bigger podcasts than us. Uh, we just try and punch a little bit above our weight and it really does help others to find the show. So grateful thanks from my small but mighty team for those of you who do give us a nice rating and a lovely review. Thank you. That's it. Have a great weekend if you're listening in real time and a really enjoyable, lovely, healthy, happy, calm week ahead. Go well. I'll see you here next week. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.